All right, guys, it is 11 o'clock. Welcome to the Power Half Hour. And man, super excited. We've been uh, talking about this for a while, Suki. And, uh, you know, here we are. You know, uh, you guys don't know Suki. Suki's from Surrey, BC. Um, he's, what, three, four years in the business now? Third year in the business now. Third year in the business. And you know what? Uh, first couple of years, it was five transactions a year. And since the last six months being with us, uh, he's been able to just catapult and quantum leap. Um, I don't know if it was it's 30 deals in six months, but then how much more has it been since? I'm on uh, 32 deals right now um, and closing in on uh, three more here. So waiting for subject removal, but right now we're at 32 deals. Wow. So 35. Um, 35. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So let's, let's back up. I mean, how, how did you get started? Um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, your story. So I started, uh, I got, I registered for the real estate licensing course back in 2017. And then I didn't really do the test until summer of 2018. Again, uh, before that, I was a student. I was studying kinesiology at SFU. So that's a big change from kinesiology into real estate. Yeah. Uh, but I was kind of working and I was, uh, I was in school and I realized this isn't for me. This isn't kind of what I want to do. I've always wanted to be kind of in the community and kind of have a schedule for myself as well as be an entrepreneur, as everyone says, mm -hmm. right? And then you get into the business and you realize how different real estate really is versus what you think it is. Uh, anyways, so I got, in, that's how I pretty much started. I was sitting in school one day and I realized this is not what I want to do. And it always clicked for me how I always had a passion for real estate. Even when I was younger, kind of walking by houses and seeing houses, it was kind of something that I was interested in, as well as real estate development. So those are kind of the two things I was interested in when I started. Um, now, fast forward, we're in October of 2018. I got my license fully ready to go. I joined a brokerage out here in Surrey, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I didn't, so so kind of lost. I'm like, what do I do? I had no one in the business. I had no friends. I had no family. Mm. So I kind of started out on my own, and I really had no idea what to do and how to embark on this kind of journey. Uh, long story short, it took me eight months to do my first deal. So I didn't do my first deal in real estate uh, for in eight months and wow. I was down to my last $10. Um, so, so that was a, that was a little bit of a struggle, but wow, that's, that's how the journey started. Oh my goodness. Down to your last $10. Now let's, let's back up. Did you, um, were you born and raised in Surrey, BC or? Born and raised in Surrey, BC. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you came, you came into real estate, but you're, you're really young. It's not like you have a database of people um, mm -hmm. who are ready to buy and sell. Exactly. So, you know, how were you able to even get started with no database? So the way I got started was just through, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm very fortunate and lucky. I will say I have a very big sphere. Um, just okay. through high school, I made a lot of friends and I had a, a big group of people that I knew. So I knew that I didn't know people that were ready to buy and sell, but I knew a lot of people. So if I just connect with those people, those people will know someone that is ready mm. to buy and or sell. So that was where I was lucky, but it still wasn't easy because I had to convince those people to come work with me. Um, but the way I started was uh, I started doing a lot of open houses and uh, just just free kind of work. Um, so I was working, I was doing open houses every single weekend from uh, October of 2018 till June of actually, well, not even I probably I was doing open houses every single weekend from October of 2018 until early 2020 until COVID kind wow. of hit. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. So that's, that's how I kind of built my initial business. 
Yeah. So big sphere, but then they're they're all young. The people that you know are all young or even younger. Because yes. when you first started, you were 21 years old. I was 21 years old. Yes. 21 I... years old, guys. And, uh, you know, a lot of young agents ask me, hey, how do I get started? My friends aren't buying. Right. So what do you say to that? Well, what I tell them, I was like, uh, I when someone asks me, hey, I'm young, I tell them I started at 21. Right. So you can build a business, but you need to know how to structure your business and what you need to do. So when I started in real estate, yes, I was young. And yes, I didn't know anyone who was looking to buy or sell. Right. So what I told them, I was like, the most important thing for you is to know what you're going to do day in, day out. Mm. Right. If you know what your daily goal is and your daily task, that is your job as a realtor. Once you build upon that, that will lead to what your goal end goal is. So when I woke up, when I was a realtor, as, again, as I said, in 2018, um, I woke up every single day and kind of thought about, okay, I have no idea what to do today. I would wake up and I'm, I'm just lost, right? right. Um, so I, again, I had, I had nothing kind of planned. Um, so I, what I tell people is you are young, but if you have the skills and you know what you're talking about, doesn't matter how old you are, people want to work with the best. So even if you are young and you know what you're talking about, they will work with you. Mm. but in order for you to become the best you need to know what your daily task is and that's how you will get people to come work with you there you go know your daily tasks guys it doesn't matter if you're young suki started when he was 21 years old and you haven't even had your 24th birthday yet and nope. you're crushing 30 deals within uh you know 35 deals within six months that's absolutely phenomenal uh suki well, first of all, congratulations. Uh, big, big, big uh, production in your third you. year. Let's back up a little bit because um, you were kind enough to share with me your story of your upbringing. You know, I think it'll really inspire the, the, the crowd, the audience here that um, of how you got started, well, how you grew up. Sure. Um, so this is a story that I really haven't shared with anyone growing up. Kind of, it was a little bit personal for me. I was a little bit insecure about it, but now I, I realized kind of it, it made me into the person who I am and it kind of allowed me to grow into this position and share kind of how to achieve success. So growing up, I grew up with a single mother uh, working a labor job and it was very very hard for her to make ends meet. Um, there was times it was hard for her to pay rent. Um, so that's kind of how I grew up single mother um, didn't really have much growing up and I've always kind of seen her struggle and I always thought about how I could help her mm. um, try to think I might believe some stuff out there but um, pretty <laughs> much that's the that's that that's the gist of the story so mom grew up it was just uh, just just me and her and I saw her work a minimum wage job and kind of build herself from nothing to whatever we have here today and uh, that's kind of how my story started Man, um, you know, when we first met, I believe it was sometime October or September last year at Cactus Club, you're, you're sharing with me, you know what, um, my end goal is to, to be able to retire my mom, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, you know, to share with the crowd what you were able to do um, this past May for your so, new mom. Sorry, uh, actually, I'll backtrack there. So I saw my mom struggle, a single mom, and we were renting up until, uh, well, we're still renting, actually. <laughs> and uh, her goal was always to own a property in Vancouver. And as you guys know, over the last 10 years, property prices just kept going up, kept going up. And for a single mother to afford a property by herself, it's, uh, I, I can say it's almost near impossible. Um, this past month, or I was actually able to help my mom buy her first home. 
And I am now in a position where I can retire my mom and my mom no longer has to work. So she was previously working 12 hours a day and she is in a position where she does no longer have to do that. And that was my why. And that was my big driving factor as to why I needed to kind of get successful in my business. So yes, I am now able to retire my mom. Is she going to retire? No, I highly doubt that, but we're in a position to do so. Yeah, it's not about actually retiring, guys. It's about the the being having the capacity, having the wherewithal to actually do so if you choose to. Your mom has kept busy for so many years and she's not going to retire. <laughs> yeah. right? But now it's like, hey, maybe you could take a step back a little bit. You don't have to grind anymore. I got yeah. you. You yeah. know, how many of us on this call can actually say that? I, I want, want to be able to say that too, right? Everybody wants to be able to take care of their parents. But man, you achieved this goal within six months of mm -hmm. us talking about it. Yeah. I, I, I'm just so proud of you. And, uh, you know, um, I, I'm speechless. I'm, I'm so touched. And this, this just ama an amazing story. Um, so everybody, what's your why? You know, this, this is how your why really focus on, focusing on your why can bring you to extraordinary results, which Suki has. So, cool. so just to add on to that why, here's a little post that I have. So I'm at my desk right now, and here is the post that I have. It's posted right on top, on front of my desk. I'll read it out to you guys, but it's posted right next to my computer screen, and it reads this. Help your mom be happy. She struggled in life and deserves to enjoy the rest of her life worry-free. So that is my why, and I look at that as soon as I start my day, and that's the first thing that I see. Oh. And that's been posted on my desk ever since I kind of broke down um, – broke down my numbers and kind of what realized what I needed to do and that was my driving force and kind of gave me the power and realize uh, whereas I, I guess you could say real estate's a struggle it's, every day is not easy you wake up and you're kind of like oh, right that's that's how most of our days would start I would think yeah um, so you definitely need a reason as to to do what you're doing right and this was my why I kind of saw her struggle and I kept that in front of me so it was very very clear to me why I needed to do what I needed to do. Let's say I needed a door knock that day. That is my daily task. I look at that and I'm like, okay, yes, I need to go door knock today. This is my why. Mm. Wow. That's, that's so powerful. That's so powerful. And, um, you know, guys really, they say, uh, go seven levels deep. I think Simone talked about this, uh, a couple of days ago is go seven levels deep. Like what's your why? Why is that important to you? You know, and why is that important to you? If you were to achieve that goal, how would that make, what would that do for your life? And so it, it's a very simple three by five car for you, Suki. It's like, well, mom struggled, you know, and, and what I'm doing today, you know, how am I going to help her, you know, get out of that situation, mm -hmm. right? So, man, so guys really focus on your why power. Now let's get into a little bit of the how, because you got a huge why. Yes. Right. So you were at your previous brokerage for two years and you know, were doing five transactions a year. What was the switch between going from five transactions to 35 transactions in six months? So that is huge for me. And I kind of realized, so when I was with my previous brokerage, I was again, only doing five for both those two years. I did five, year, five deals my first year and then five deals my second year. Uh, and again, as I said, kind of before, when I was at that brokerage, I started my real estate career, I would wake up and I felt lost. I had no idea what I needed to do, right? Every single day, I'm like, okay, what do I do today? Do I, <laughs> I, I even, I honestly, I'll be say this, I did not know what prospecting was. I didn't know I had to prospect. I right. just knew I had to, the kind of vocabulary I would use was 
I needed to go get clients. Right. I need to find clients. But then I kind of look at it. I'm like, how the heck do I find clients? Right. So but a big switch, what happened to me, what happened for me was I started with my goal. What is my goal? And then I broke it down. How do I achieve that goal? Mm. So for example, let's say your goal is $100,000 in uh, income. Your income goal is $100,000. Okay. How many deals you need to do to do $100,000 in commission? Okay. Let's say average commission is 10. So you need to do 10 deals. So in order to get 10 deals, you need 10 clients. How do you get 10 clients? You need, let's, I don't know, X amount of leads. If you need X amount of leads, how much do you have to prospect? Okay. This is how much I need to prospect in the year. How much do I have to do in a month? How much do I have to do bi-weekly? And how much do I have to do weekly? Now, how much do I have to do daily? So now I know I needed what I need to do daily. So let's say, for example, I broke the numbers down for a couple of my partners here. Um, if I need to do $100,000 in commission, it's about one lead per day. So mm-hmm. I need to get one lead per day. So now my daily task is to prospect in order to get one lead. And at the end of the day, if you do that, it's a numbers game, right? If you are getting one lead a day, eventually one lead will buy. And then that person, so that, there you go. So it's, you kind of keep working that. And the most important, so that's how the switch happened for me. It was from not knowing what to do to breaking down what my daily task was mm-hmm. and what I need to do in the day. And the big thing in that, um, in that kind of, in that, sorry, breaking in that schedule was I needed to create a schedule. I needed to plan out my day, what I needed to do at this time, what I need to do at this time and what I need to do at this time. When I was, when I started doing that, I saw an exponential increase in my business. Mm. Systematically breaking down, first and foremost, you got to know where you want to go, your goal, And then what do I need to get to that goal? Mm -hmm. So it's always a numbers game, no matter how you look at it. I mean, when you first start, you you, you might have to talk to a ton of people to get a lead. And then how many leads do I need, right, to get to that transaction, to get to help that family, right? And then you broke it down to, okay, what what are my daily tasks, right, based upon my goal? So have the goal first, and then you really reverse engineering backwards to today. What am I going to do today to get to that? Yeah. And exactly. just to add to that, let's say you say your goal is $100,000 in income. As a new agent, when you say that, you look at that $100,000 and it's kind of like up there, all the way in the sky. Like, right. How do I reach that? And then you break it down to your daily task and you're like, oh, this is all I have to do in a day. And then you then you realize that num- that $100,000 will come. What you need to do, it's, it's all about today. It's Yes, you want to have, um, yes, you want to think about the future, but you want to know how you're going to get to the future. How do you get to the future? It's what you do today. Oh, you are wise, wise, wise beyond your years, man. Um, you know, I was just telling the team today, hey, you know what? Don't have FOMO. Don't don't look at other people and comparing with other. Just look at your goal. But let's, you know, focusing on the outcome is great. Knowing what you want is great, but focus on today. Don't be attached to the outcome be attached to the process, which is what are my daily tasks today, right? So that that was your process. What what else do you think had you, you know, quantum leap? A quantum leap was collaborating with everyone here at EXP. So I kind of connected with you, John, and then from you, you introduced me to everyone here, the rest of our group, and just seeing how everyone ran their business and mm-hmm. how successful everyone was. And I was in that group and I was kind of like, 
okay, all these guys are successful. Uh, I, I can't just be the one lagging behind. So uh, that, that was the one that was a motivating factor. But the main thing was the collaboration here. Uh, whenever everyone is willing to share what, uh, what works for them, what doesn't work for them. Right. So if one person, let's say door knocking works, they'll say, this is what I say with door knocking. If one person says cold calling, they'll share with cold calling. So the big thing was collaboration kind of just passively picking at everyone's brain, seeing, mm -hmm. seeing what other successful realtors are doing and kind of integrating that. Right. You don't have to recreate the wheel as all you have to do is follow the wheel. If someone is doing something that works, you try that. If it works for you, great. You're going to, your wheel is going to start spinning as well. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. So really it's about the collaboration. And I think guys, uh, a lot of times we see someone doing more than us uh, rather than saying, well, good for him. Like I could do that too. They go into a little bit of, oh, how come I'm not doing that? And they're doing that. So what makes you different th than that? You could actually think that way because most people are more so comparing in a negative way. So how did you switch that around? Well, for me, um, I'll just, just to backtrack there. I don't think my more is seeing that person I was doing like this person is doing that, like getting jealous of them. The way I see it is I need to put food on the table, right? Someone else's opinion to me shouldn't matter. And it doesn't matter for that matter, but let's just say door knocking, for example, right? Um, especially for younger agents, this is going to imply more towards younger agents, um, door knocking is grunt work at the end of the day that's what we call grunt work at least what my group calls grunt work right it's not fun unless yeah. you like doing it but it is very effective now let's say a younger person i have a lot of people that i still know in the area that still live let's say i go door knocking and now i see people that i know in kind of my social sphere now they're like oh look at this guy he's going door to door blah 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 blah, blah. they start making fun of me a lot mm -hmm. of younger agents i feel will get influenced by that right they feel like that social kind of aspect of uh, other people are making fun of me and they get scared about that. And now they may be scared of the interaction with people as well at the door. At the end of the day, you got to put food on your table, right? If one person has something to negative, negative to say about you, why does their opinion matter? Now, if your goal, let's say is a million dollars, now you do a million dollars, that person is talking negative about you. Are you going to care? No. So why is it if you are doing 10,000, you care, but you won't care at a million. So that's kind of how I got over that factor. Mm. But that, that, I think that answers your question, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you. Thank you for answering that. Uh, my mentor and coach before he would always tell us, uh, is this person's response, the rejection, going to get in my way of what I'm doing today to get to my goals? is one person's going to response going to matter, right? And it comes back to how important are my goals that this, this person can actually, you know, pull me off of what I want to do and what did I want to achieve for my life? Again, it's about how strong your why is, how strong your goal is, right? So, you know, phenomenal. So Suki, tell, tell us, I mean, you've achieved your goal in purchasing a house for you and your mom. Congratulations you have the capacity to retire your mom and you did it all within six months, six months. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me something. What's next? Well, now it's kind of about, um, I feel like for me, my whole life was almost built around that one goal, especially since I was young. I feel like the earliest thing I could remember is I needed to help my mom get out of this situation. So now it's about building my goals. Um, and if you guys know me on a personal level, you guys know I have some pretty big goals. Uh, 
First of all, I want to create a big rental portfolio. I want to have over 50 rental properties. Um, by next year, I want to have at least five. And then the year after that, I want to have at least 10. Um, currently just bought uh, one. So that's, that's, that's kind of the goal. I am also working on my um, real estate builder's license, sorry. And I'm gonna be getting into real estate development. Um, and I have a couple goals I need to check off my list first, but I think the next one for me is to hit that uh, million dollar number. And there you go. just to share that with you guys as well, I actually have a check written out to myself that I'm cashing, cashing in June of or July of 2023 for a million bucks. So that's, uh, again, I'm a big, pretty big person on visualization here. Um, so if I can see it, I know I can achieve it. And then when I look at it, I'm kind of like, okay, like let's, let's, let's make it happen. Right. Um, so that the next one for me is going to be to that uh, million dollar number. I think that's the next one here. I haven't kind of created the plan yet. Kind of I'm taking it easy just to kind of settle, let, let things settle in and realize yeah. kind of what I've achieved. But uh, I think that's the next one here for me. Yeah. I'm blown away. I, I'm sure the audience is blown away as well. Um, so do you, do you take a lot of time to, to take it all in or do you just go, go, go? Um, I'm pretty go, 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 but, uh, with this one, I'm, I'm letting it sink in for a little bit just yeah. because of how big it really was for me. Um, I told a lot of my closest friends as well. It feels like a huge burden has just kind of been lifted off of my shoulders. I wouldn't say a burden. Uh, it just feels very relieving. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so I'm letting this one sink in for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man, that's amazing. So three years. Three you years. You guys heard it here. Three years. It's a million dollar goal for, for Suki. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, five properties, uh, and the next year. Okay. And then 10 properties a year after. Yeah. So actually I'll share with that as well. Um, in these three years in real estate, I was actually able to purchase one presale. Uh, so I purchased that. And then I was also able to purchase this home as well. So it's definitely doable. A lot of people say eh, we live in the lower mainland, it's impossible to buy something, blah, blah, blah. Prices are so high, but it's really not. I started with, again, for my first deal, $10 till now to having two properties under my name. Um, so it's definitely possible. And you guys can do that as well, especially this is, I guess I'm leaning towards more of the younger guys here, but though it's, it's, it is a very daunting task, but uh, it's very, very, very achievable. Never mind uh, people who are young like yourself. I mean, you're inspiring me, and I'm 15 years in. Guys, Suki had $10 in his pocket before he did his first deal. Have you guys ever been hungry? Right? Just think about that. And we are so, you know, we take it for granted, you know, because this thing, this the real estate thing is really like a lottery ticket. All we got to do every day is blah, 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 blah. And I know you don't take it for granted. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess the, mo the, the most important things, I guess, uh, to achieve in business for me were one of this, uh, know what my goal is and break it down into the daily task, right? Set yourself a schedule in order for you to achieve that daily task, right? And your slowly your skills will start to develop. And if you set, then you readjust your goals accordingly. If your goal is one lead per day and you get to a level, I guess, where you're really, really good, that one leads like nothing, all right? That lead's gonna come in just like that, like a snap of your fingers. But don't just stop at that one lead because that's what your goal is. If you are working, let's say at a warehouse, like I was previously, when you go into the warehouse, your manager is gonna tell you to do one thing, right? If you finish that one thing in an hour, they're not gonna tell you to go home. They're gonna 
until you do the next thing. Right. So if you have a daily goal, you are your manager. You tell yourself your goal is one. You need to do that one lead. You don't stop at that one lead. You keep going. And you set a, in your schedule, you have to have a certain amount of time for prospecting. And that's something that I learned from you, John. And you treat that as your kind of work hours. If you're at work, you can't go on Instagram. You can't go on Snapchat. You can't answer your mom's call, right? <laughs> which, I, which I try not to answer a lot anyways. But right. um, you can't do those certain things. So that kind of time is your work. And that is when you're treating that. And that is when your business should be in your kind of, I guess you could say, flow state where you're at your peak performance. And that's kind of what I try to tap into. So that's number one, breaking it down into a daily task. And in order for you to uh, achieve your daily task, you need to have a schedule and follow that schedule. That way, when you wake up, you're not going to be scared of what you need to do in the day. That's number one. And then number two, I will say is don't be scared of other people's opinions. Uh, that was a big one for me when I started out. Just do your thing. And eventually people are going to start looking at you as like, yeah, this guy's doing it, doing his thing, right? And that's when you'll realize like, their opinion didn't matter. So whatever they were saying initially doesn't matter now. So why would it matter initially? And I wish I knew that started when I first started, I would have had a huge, huge, huge increase in production just by just that one kind of little tweak. Um, so I was, I was, I guess you could say originally scared of what other people were going to say about me when I started my career. But at the end of the day, now it doesn't matter. Now those people are talking, but I can almost guarantee you they're not saying anything negative now. And even right. if they are, it doesn't matter to me. So why would it care for me when I'm doing one deal or a hundred deals? There you go. So those, those are my two big things there. That's huge. I mean, uh, a lot of us in, in society, we, we belong in, in this little box and, you know, it's tough. It's tough for most people to not think about what other people think. Mm -hmm. Right. And Suki, you seem just unstoppable, man. I just got to say like your, your mindset is like, so tunnel vision, you just move forward no matter what. Did you always have that in you? I mean, besides knowing your why, like, were you always like, okay, this is what I got to do. I'm just going to go do it. Or were you like, you know, more analytical, let me think about this and then go do it. I guess I kind of always had that in me for the last little bit. Um, I would say it started earlier, earlier on in high school, but whereas before that I was a very quiet, kind of scared, insecure little kid. I you know. Yeah, I guess, I guess you could say that, but over the last little bit, I kind of felt like, again, I, I, the, you took the words right out of my mouth. I kind of felt unstoppable and I'm not really scared to do anything. I know if I fail, I can achieve at something else. And there's a book that I was reading. I forgot which one it was, but it said fail as many times as you can because then you will succeed. Right. Yeah. So I'm not kind of scared of failure. And I really do feel like I really honestly do think that anything that you want in life is achievable. Like really, it really, really, really is. And I told a couple of my friends that as well. Um, one of my best friends I'll share this story as well because this this inspired me personally so a long long time ago just a little bit quick here uh probably about five six years ago me and two friends we left the gym we saw a Lamborghini outside of the gym and that friend uh asked me he's like what's your dream car and I said my dream car is a Lamborghini and he said no 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 what's your realistic dream car and I was like mm. I was like that's my realistic dream car anyways I shared that story with another friend and that friend was kind of in the mindset of like, yeah, realistic, blah, 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 blah. Now that friend is doing almost better than I am just from those kind of that switch in mentality. He's wow. doing a little bit of a different industry, but uh, so I think it's definitely mindset and mindset's huge and always kind of believe, believe in yourself and you will be able to achieve what you need to achieve. Anything is achievable. Anything is possible. And you know what? Don't, don't be realistic. Because that's what dreams are, 
right? And you put a dead on, deadline on there and just watch it manifest, right? Keep moving forward. Don't worry about what other people are saying or thinking about you, right? Focus on yourself. Focus on your goal only, guys. I am super inspired. Suki, any last insight or advice for the audience? This, is, this has been just phenomenal, by the way. Thank you. My last, uh, last thing I want to say is kind of just, just do, just do what you need to do whatever. Again, if, if you are scared, do it and you will not be scared. Right. Ooh. Yeah. It's it, anything is achievable. And I think, um, at least I would like to think is starting from nothing and kind of seeing my, actually, I'll say this, anything is achievable. If my mom can go from having nothing, working at a minimum wage job to saving over a hundred thousand dollars, in a few years, you guys can as well. And it, anything kind of is possible. So I think actually I'll, I'll, I'll credit uh, my mentality to her and kind of seeing her go from nothing to something is how I realized that, yes, anything is achievable. Um, my mom doesn't speak English. It's not, not a word of English. And oh. she was able to do that. So someone, some people will say, how do I get a job? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, how did my mom get a job? How did she save this amount of money? Right. It's all about your mindset. Wow. Okay, well, um, you made my day. Thank you, Suki. I'm sure you made a lot of people's day today. Um, man, uh, just a phenomenal call. Thank you so much for your sharing. How can people reach you? How can people, um, you know, reach out to you to, you know, uh, if they want to buy property in Surrey, BC or wherever or uh, join your team? How do we uh, follow you? You can follow me on Instagram, just my name, Suki Sekon. That is where I am the most active and that is where I will probably see most of you guys' uh, messages. Uh, but yeah, give me a follow. I'd love to keep in touch with you guys. If you have any questions regarding just kind of how I was actually specifically in order uh, able to increase my business, shoot me a message on there, give me a call and I'd be more than happy to help you guys out or even chat with you guys for a little bit. Guys, uh, everybody is so proud of you. I'm sure your mom is very proud of you. And, you know, it, it can only go up from here. And thank you, thank you, thank you for today. Let's keep it going, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks you, John. Time. Thank you for the inspiration message. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Welcome. Have a nice day. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thanks, Suki. Take care, guys.